Does your life seem like you are not really living up to the potential God has for you? Maybe you feel like you're in a rut in terms of your relationship with God and what you're doing. Maybe you just don't feel like where you are right now is where you're supposed to be and where God wants you to be. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kingdom Vision Podcast. I'm currently in Dallas, Texas in the hotel room. I'm at Dallas Market with my family, my mom, my sisters, and they're shopping for the boutique. So I'm out here doing a little media, doing a little work, trying to capture some stuff for them while also just doing my other work as well. So it's been fun. It's been cool. Kind of liking this Dallas area, not going to lie. So I may have to move out here. may have to come do some more work. If you're in Dallas, hit me up if you want some work. But other than that, in terms of the video I'm talking about today, I don't, I'm not going to try and claim that I know God's will for your life or like the nit, nuts and bolts and the nitty gritty of how God is and where God is pulling you, where God is leading you, where God is, what God has put on your heart. I'm not going to dig into that, but I'm going to dig into why you may feel like your, your walk with God is stale or why you feel like you're not living up to your fullest potential for God. The reason I'm bringing this up is, is simple. Lately, I've realized that it is so easy to get caught up in pursuing goals and striving for things that, frankly, when I see the judgment seat of Christ, are going to be meaningless. How do I work to be my best without them developing an idolatry for my work? And, the, and I, what I've realized this last month is it's, it's harder than it seems. The first thing I want to say is that work is a gift and striving to be successful should be applauded. Along with Jesus is truly the only thing that matters. Both of those are true. Like if I say Jesus is the only thing that matters, it's not like, oh, work doesn't matter or work doesn't ma- or work is a gift and striving to be successful should be applauded and Jesus doesn't matter. They are two truths, both present at the same time. In my own life, I definitely can tell when I'm starting to develop idolatrous tendencies that's a weird word but if i'm starting to make an idol out of something i can definitely tell versus doing work for the glory of god from the outside looking in it may not look any different but in my heart i know but here's a scripture and i'm gonna get to my point so this is luke 15 i'm sorry this is luke 12 15 to 21 and he said to them take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions and he told them a parable saying the land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and I'll build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God, t- but God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. This man is striving. He goes, I will build these huge barns and store up my grain. And once I reach that point in my life, I can relax. See, we strive, we strive, we strive, we strive, we strive to get to a point where we relax. And then I'll be satisfied. Then I'll be set just for God to take our life or we die or something happens before we get there how how foolish is that how foolish that's what that's what he says that's what jesus says but god said to him fool fool 
not like oh it's okay that you have that mentality but like maybe you know fool that's so it's so blunt it's so harsh but that's it's loving too this night your soul is required of you and the things you have prepared whose will they be back up to verse 15 take care and be on your guard against all covenants for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions so point one is that true life and fulfillment is found in serving and being a servant of Jesus and serving his mission. And some of y'all may be like, I'm already worshiping and serving God in my workplace. And I would want to affirm that and say, yes, you don't have to be a pastor or a minister to be doing the will of God. Or they're more holy and doing more of a will of God than you who are a salesman, businessman, etc. But at the same time, God's commands on discipleship, God's commands on evangelism and proclaiming in, in, in serving and laying our life down basically for the kingdom of God is specific. Proclaim, teach them all that I've commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Every believer has a command on their life to make the name of Jesus known. Mark sixteen fifteen, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Acts twenty twenty four. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course in the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Buddy, what's up? Hey, I'm at over here in the and I saw that you're... Uh... What up? Hello, sorry. I can hear you now. Did you hear what I said? Nah. I'm here in Mahaya and I saw that your cousin's in it. Did you have you I'm, seen him yet or you just saw his name? No, nah, I just saw his name down. Go talk to him if you see him. I will. What uh are you still with your buddy? No, I'm in Dallas right now. I'm in uh the hotel, I'm at market with mom, Brennan, and Shay. And oh, really? How's that going? It's been cool. Like, today I'm going to go try to video them. We podcasted last night um, for, you know, Southern Soul, trying to get those numbers up for them. And try to, I'm just trying to make them a cool video today. So, it's been fun. It's, it's just pretty simple, you know. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, so. sweet. You saw my uh, KV post? Yes. You know something crazy, bro? What? So, three people slid in the KV DMs that I know and said, love your message, blah, 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 encouraging, right? But that's not the crazy part. I mean, that's that was cool. But, dude, last night I was, you know, just going to post a clip because I posted the video, right? And I felt God be like, hey, like, collab on your personal like, you know, you know, because there's been a thing in the past when I've kind of wanted to separate the two and be like, kind of, kind of like shield myself. Like, oh, I'm, I'm doing my Jesus talking on KV and then my personal is just kind of like me, you know, and I felt God like tugging my heart, be like, put it like step out in faith, like put it on your personal and bro, spiritual warfare, like no fear gripped me. Isn't that isn't that crazy? Sorry, say that again. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, bro. Like in in the the analogy I have to it is when I was when I accepted Jesus 
and I wanted to leave my men's work. You remember that? Really? That bad? I mean, maybe not that severe, but it was it was similar. You know, like this the same type of like feeling. And I was talking to Matt the other day, and kind of trying to pin trying to pinpoint spiritual warfare. You know, and bro, like I'm starting like the, it was spiritual, bro. It was warfare. Really? Yeah. That's 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 crazy. That's terrible. That's crazy. I mean, it's terrible if I would have bowed down to it, you know, but like, no, for sure. and I think it's terrible when Christians don't understand what it is. Like they're walking in fear and they're like, oh, like it can't be the devil or it can't be spiritual. Like, I don't believe in that oh, stuff, sure. you know, but anyways, that's my point no, is that, you, that's good, bro. I mean, a lot of times that when that stuff comes up, I just always know that that was something that I really felt like it was God wanted me to do. Oh yeah, if the devil's out here working that harder, and maybe not the devil, a demon is out here working that hard to oppress, like stop it. This must be a word. <laughs> For sure. Oh, here he is. Trace. Yeah. Oh, What's going on, Trace? I know. I'm old. I'm on the phone pull right now. Really? Yeah. Not much. How are you? What yeah. up, Trace? Yeah. I. I Broke the big string last week. What up, bro? I didn't know y'all were entering the same radio. He called me like, we've been on the phone five minutes. He said, you know, Trace Harris is on this ballot or whatever. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yo, boy, what time? What time do y'all both get on? Uh, we were over here not long. <laughs> no, but like, I, I'm saying, like, what? When do y'all rope? Like, when do you bulldog and when do you rope? I know that's what I'm saying. Well, he, he'll probably bulldog and. 15 minutes and I'll probably open 20. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, I'll let y'all get, I'll, I'll get to it. I didn't, I didn't know it was that quick. I thought y'all had a couple yeah. hours. Preparation time. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Baby. Go back. Get back okay. to it. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. So the next one would be Psalm 105. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. So I'm going to read these last two points because I feel like I wrote it pretty specific and just be super, super specific. So it says, the thing is, though, that this is actually something that benefits us. I'm talking about proclaiming the gospel, proclaiming the goodness of God. It actually benefits us, too. If you are anxious or you're battling depression, go out and tell others about Jesus and see the radical change that will happen. I used to be anxious all the time, but I just always was thinking of myself, and it wasn't until I truly started bearing others' burdens that I began to see victory. The fact of the matter is, there's a call in our lives to proclaim the gospel to the masses, and my prayer is that you step into that. You want to stop being anxious or depressed, ask somebody how you can pray for them. Like, literally just getting your eyes off yourself, it's naturally because that's, it's crazy. We don't do this for ourselves, but if God tells us to do something, it makes sense that we would be better off with it. There's a call in our lives to proclaim the gospel to the masses, and my prayer is that you step into that. And in doing that, and talking about Jesus, there will be spiritual warfare. So just a reel I posted recently, I felt God tug on my heart. I was going to post on Kingdom Vision, and I felt God tug on my heart to, you know, post on my personal page and I just felt fear grip me I think there's two realities at play I think it's my sinful tendency to want to please man and then also the devil is seeing that 
and using that and leveraging it against me with fear. So I have a sinful desire. I have a sinful tendency to just want to please people. I'm a people pleaser. And then the devil sees that. And naturally it won't fulfill me, but then the devil sees that in terms of social media and he'll see my desire to want to please people and he'll grab a hold of that and just throw fear in my face and try to cripple me. And I feel like that is the case for so many people in terms of maybe not social media, but just people, you know, face-to-face interactions, conversations, or just having conversations about Jesus in general with other people. Ephesians 6.11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And then James 4, 7 through 8. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. So the reality is is that when I talk about spiritual warfare, and I'm not going to claim I'm very well studied in this area in terms of scripture and God's still revealing this to me but the reality it's real spiritual warfare is real the devil demons tempting us using our already sinful desires and enhancing them luring things putting little things in front of us trying to draw us away from God it is a reality and the fact of the matter is the devil wants to steal kill and destroy and stop every believer from experience their full experiencing the fullness of what God has in store for them. But what I do know 100% sure and 100% certain of is that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but he gives us a power of love, self-control. I'm sorry, this is a scripture. He gives us a spirit of power, love and self-control. It was funny because I was talking to a friend recently about filmmaking and we were talking about our vlogging experiences and wanting to vlog, wanting to pursue, wanting to put ourselves out there more. And anybody who's vlogged, it's in general, vlogging is just tough. You get better at it. But the point of the story is that we were talking about getting there, getting ready to post, and you're just crippled with fear. And you're crippled with the opinions you think others will have of you. And I was just thinking about this and thinking about my experience on Instagram and just the reality of what your life and my life would be like if we stop letting fear control us and we stop being a slave to fear. Just think about how God could use you if you were in your workplace or wherever you're at and the Holy Spirit said, hey, go talk to that person. Because the Holy Spirit does that. He does that. He'll, 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 he'll put on your heart. He'll convict you. He'll speak to you and say, go do something. Not audibly, but through feelings or however he does it. Audibly, I don't know. I still, I don't know this stuff still. But I know when I'm convicted, I'm convicted and I know it's God. Imagine if when that happened, that you didn't cower away and you were obedient. Imagine the fullness of how, imagine how God would use you. Because there's, there's two types of fear. There is fight or flight. God ingrained in us an ability to, like, if there's a rattlesnake, I'm going to jump up and I'm going to run away to save myself. A fear that God put in us that is in our survival instincts. But then there's also a spirit of fear, which is not from God, which is anxiety, depression, fear of people's opinions, a fear that is crippling. And it's just, you just know that anxiety and depression and fear of people's opinions is way different 
than the fear of saving yourself from a bear chasing you. So as I wrap up, I want to talk about when I was at the conference called The Send in Kansas City in May. There was a guy by the name of Derek Mack speaking. He talked about not being a coward. He had an instance where he was in an Uber driving people and he had the opportunity to speak up to some people about Jesus and he didn't. He was so mad at himself. And then he realized, he told himself in that moment, me and the word coward will not be mentioned in the same sentence again. And then right after that, at the conference, they sang the words, I am unashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed, right? That's pretty butchered, but like, I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel that set me free. The reality is, is that is the truth that we are all battling with, is that are we ashamed of the gospel? Because if we are not ashamed, our lives should radically just radiate Jesus, in our words, and our actions, and our expressions, and everything, we need to just be overflowing because he fills our cup up and we just overflow with, with Jesus and, and love to other people and speaking, whatever. But in that moment, I told myself, it's like, I will not be a coward anymore. Like, I don't want to be a coward anymore. So the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus is worthy of our affections. Jesus is worthy of us to lay down our lives for. Jesus is worthy of us to be you know, be a little awkward, be made fun of, step out and maybe get denied in a conversation. Jesus is worthy of that because of what he did on the cross for us. We, he's worthy. Jesus is worthy of it all. And I also feel like that is why you aren't living or feeling like you're living up to the potential God has for you is because fear is crippling you and you're not fully living the life God has for you because our work and our occupation is basically the side hustle for the main purpose we have in our life, which is to proclaim the goodness of Jesus and to disciple others. Our work is opportunities to open doors for our main purpose. Work is not our main purpose and Jesus on the back burner. It's the opposite. So I hope that this can be fruitful for y'all. And I'm going to pray real quick because I... I'm a hesitant prayer. I need, I'm trying to pray more. I'm going to pray real quick, and then I'm done. I promise. But, Father God, I just thank you so much just for this opportunity to speak about your faithfulness. I just thank you for the people who are listening, God, that if there's somebody here that is struggling with fear, God, that you just give them peace right now. You just pour your peace and your love and your comfort out on them right now, and you just you just meet them where they're at. If, it, if it's if it's past history that's giving them fear, if it's future things, work-related, future, just future things they have to do, God, you just, you just, you just move. You give them that peace. Father, you give me peace. Father, I just, I just need you so, so, so much. I don't want to be a coward for you anymore, Lord. I want to live my life to the fullest potential, the fullest you have me. I want you to use me as an instrument. I want you to use me for your kingdom and your glory. If you say go, I want to go. If you say stay, I want to stay. But God, we cannot, we cannot do that if we're, if we're a slave to a spirit of fear. Father, so I pray you just liberate us from that. You liberate me. You liberate the listeners. And you just move and you just move powerfully. You move mightily because you hear us. Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for the opportunity to podcast and speak about you, Lord. And I pray you just are glorified through this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for watching. I really hope this video is a tool for you all. 
and comment some future ideas, comment some future videos that maybe you would like to hear me talk about. Better than that, I'll see you on the next one.